You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with Mankir and Ajala, and we're talking about how Basie Comedy Fest is coming to Just for Laughs Vancouver on February 20th, and we are speaking to Abe Nadkarni, stand-up comedian and co-creator of the show. Abe, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to it. So, Abe, first off, I got to ask you, you know, what made you want to go into stand-up comedy? Because I always think it's very brave, people who do this art form. You know, you're very vulnerable. You're out there on stage. So what yeah. drew you to this? It was really easy. I was bad at school. So I was like, I need to figure something out, you know. I need to talk about how bad I am at school and life. And then people laugh at it. And it's like, yeah, let's do it. So I started doing stand-up in Los Angeles. And um, incidentally, one of my friends was getting married. And he asked me to roast him at his wedding. And we did three toasts in a roast. After that whole situation, I was like, okay, I need to take some stand-up comedy uh, classes or figure out how to like do stand-up, do open mics and try these jokes. And of course, uh, I had to curate the uh, jokes for that specific event. But just to get, to get the wheels greased, I had to figure out how to tell jokes. And I actually have to credit my friend for pushing me because he, would always, he was my roommate at the time. And he said, hey, you're uh, always doing these strange voices. So let's hear about it on uh, on stage. Roast me at my wedding. So that's how it started. Your background here too, Abe, is that, you know, you're born in Delhi, raised in Doha, uh, Bangalore. You, you've been around. You've moved around. So like how I has... Around. Right? And how has that like really sort of inspired your stand-up comedy? Because you've, you know, you got so many different cultures going on there. Yeah. So definitely a third culture uh, kid. So lots of confusion in my mind about where I live, where I belong because in america they're like oh yeah go back to where you came from in india they're like hey go back to america but next time bring us iphones you know so that's uh, <laughs> that's usually the situation <laughs> back home and it's interesting too because we're uh, you know they're considered nris right uh, not required indians and uh, i poke fun in myself because uh, you know we are a little lost because we're the nomads of india but uh, you know anytime uh, shadi.com shows up and they say that oh you live in america they're like oh please take us <laughs> Please contact us. Contact my daughter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. These are just jokes. These are just jokes. Don't uh, try and cancel me for that on Instagram. <laughs> that oh. is a lot. That is a lot that happens these days. You have to add these disclaimers so that people don't take things the wrong way, you know, and take things out of context. Got to be careful about that. That's the that's the age we live in. You know, social media makes you, uh, you know, uh, people can misinterpret what you're saying or your or your intentions. I like that you mentioned that because I feel like when we talk about stand-up comedy today, you cannot not hear the word cancel culture. So how does that impact you? Like, is the fear really real, like, to be canceled? Because you hear about it all the time. No, I think it's just about context. You have to contextualize everything that you're saying these days. And the cancel culture thing, I think you have to adapt to the times and figure out how people's sensitivities have changed. And, uh, you know, uh, you you also have to be bold enough to speak your mind. So you shouldn't let that affect you too much. So you have to certainly be adept at figuring out how to, um, you know, get the messaging right. So it, it, it is a spoken word art form. And with the times, you have to adapt. So I think there is there is pros and cons to cancel culture. So I, I would say that, uh, you know, there's, it's all about context at the end of the day. You know, like the jokes, if you're at the show and you listen to the jokes, you have a good time. Then that's different from when you see the show online and you're like, oh, that is offensive. You know, so it just depends on how you contextualize that event. Nowadays, the way we all even come across stand-up comedy, all of us, of course, are on social media, whether that's TikTok or Instagram, and you get these like one-minute 
30 second bits. And I've heard from comics that they say, oh, social media can be frustrating because you have to totally change like the format of your joke, like how you're going to tell it. Is that something yes. that you think about at the back of your mind constantly? You know, I do think about it and it is very frustrating because I want to tell my jokes as authentically as possible. But the issue right now is that the algorithms have created this hook based structure to tell a joke. So you have a hook and you get the audience and then you cross the 10 second limit uh, right of engagement and then people are like oh this this is going to be sent to a bunch of people right so the shareability goes up when you increase engagement and that's not necessarily good for joke writing or joke telling because you know sometimes people have interesting stories that have a big payoff or they have uh, you know interesting nuances to their uh, jokes that they need to contextualize so those bits then kind of get watered down because of the algorithm and the algorithmic curation that's there on these platforms. And unfortunately, it helps, you know, the, the, the wrong kinds of comics or the wrong kinds of messaging. So it is what it is. Everyone's trying to make money and they're trying to sell their shows and stuff. So I'm all for it. Like social media has helped in more ways than it's hurt comedians because uh, you get to, you know, like for example, I'll take my own example. Like uh, I, I didn't have any uh, followers prior to 2022 in December. And then I just started posting and, uh, you know, I just started getting all these followers. And the fact is that people like to share stuff and that kind of democratizes the jokes to some degree. But, you know, uh, there's also algorithmic curation that kind of biases some of the jokes. So I will say that attention spans have reduced. And because of that, people have to curate their jokes accordingly. But it's not always the best, but there's some pros as well, where you can get a lot more people to notice your stand-up and, and know about you. So there's pros and cons to everything. And uh, I would say that social media certainly helped a lot of comedians. But the craft of comedy still needs to go through a rigorous tempering, right? Because you have to try your jokes with so many people and make sure it uh, resonates with a wide enough audience. And you know what's something that I always hear from a lot of comics too is they feel that like, you know, the younger generation has become very sensitive. Do you find there is that sensitivity out there? Do you feel that way? I think there uh, there's definitely some sensitivity, but, uh, you know, there's also a lot of pressure to be uh, a young person these days, you know? I think... There's just so much of uh, social pressure. I'll take my, my nephew, for example. Like, he's, uh, you know, always on the phone and the devices. And, you know, I'm like, oh, man, we didn't have any of this growing up. So it really affected people's way to uh, function, I think, in, in, in many ways. So and, and we have to deal with that as well. Like, I think technology, social media have made people more sensitive because, you know, there's instant notifications, instant reactions. So our brains just completely flooded with all these stimuli, you know, and I think because of that, people have become more sensitive in general. So I, I don't think it was like this uh, when we had those rotary phones, you know, <laughs> we had to actually, we actually had to build some patience between numbers. And now it's just like, hey, call this person. So it's instant, right? But and the crazy thing is, for me, is like, uh, in spite of all this communication, people still ghost each other. I'm like, just tell the person that you're not interested, you know? Yeah, uh, like, ghosting is so annoying. Yeah, especially from recruiters. <laughs> LinkedIn, <laughs> yeah. You know, like uh, LinkedIn was very uh, pro on the pronouns. When I was like, that's all great. But uh, when will the recruiters get back to me? That is the more important question. <laughs> you know, LinkedIn, can you tell me what the recruiter is up to? You know, so stuff like that is uh, always... Uh, uh, there's always two sides to the situation. Totally. And actually, Abe, I was reading in the news not too long ago that apparently LinkedIn has become a dating app for some people. Yeah, that's the dating app for Indians is what they say, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can see your income, your job, how much you're making. Yeah. Will this work? I never thought of it the, like that. 
that's the new shady.com you know? <laughs> yeah that's what they call it <laughs> yeah yeah goodbye uh shadi.com linkedin is the place to be and you know one of the yeah. things you know you mentioned a third culture which i think a lot of us can relate to and one of the topics and i know that you talk about is you know how indian are you and i feel like as desi people we kind of do this little test on each other you know like how brown yeah. is this person or you're not brown enough how much do you like touch on that cuz that is something i think a lot of us are guilty of and we feel that well i think i'm pretty brown i watch cricket anytime india is playing <laughs> matches so i think i'm fairly indian <laughs> and uh, i'm always uh, very critical of the indian food that i have in these restaurants i'm like okay uh, and i have these theories about indian restaurants like every indian restaurant has no more than three items that are very good and everything else is just a uh, you know those are like the uh, primary colors of the food right and then everything else is just you know a derivative of that so that's that's my that's my a uh, humble opinion about a lot of the indian restaurants at least in the us uh, so you know we always try and out indian each other you know i i, I do speak four languages so that that is good i understand uh, hindi marathi konkani kannada and uh, and english so that i guess i am indian you know <laughs> yeah it doesn't doesn't get more indian than that isn't it yeah no that that's amazing uh, but also i think one of the things that was really cool for you abe is last year you were part of the international new faces of comedy from just for laughs comedy pro uh in 2023 that's really cool like how does that feel to you know have that kind of recognition oh i was i was really grateful to be part of that because it's such a prestigious event to be part of uh, jfl montreal and it was a I- incredible experience because just to be represented like here's the thing right like there's um, there's no, there's so many indian comedians that are really good and uh, to be a part of that uh, international group was a huge honor and i really had a great time i met so many amazing comedians and uh, you know the producer of the show was fantastic the crowds were amazing you know i was very impressed with the canadian montreal crowds because i wasn't sure if they would get all the jokes because you know they do speak uh, french and english and i was like okay fine no problem english will work there so it's all good it was it was a life changing experience definitely because uh, you have to do a 6 minute set and it has to be uh, a fire set that anyone can understand so there's a process to figure out how to tell the best jokes and i, I was telling a friend you know i've been doing stand up for like 12 12 13 years and I have 6 minutes of jokes. So. <laughs> My gosh, that's like, hard. No, it, it was just like okay, you have to compress everything into 6 minutes and you know, uh it was quite quite an awesome experience. The crowds were amazing. No, and look at you now doing so many incredible things, but I want to talk about what you're about to do in Vancouver, the Desi Comedy Fest. Tell us, you know, how did this idea get started and how has it grown? You know, uh, so me and Samson Kolekar, we used to do a lot of shows, other people's shows and we were like, okay, we're the only two brown guys on this stage and it's either you or me. So there was a quota system almost when these producers would book these shows and I was like, hey, let's just start our own thing. Let's just do our own shows, get all these brown comics that are struggling to get stage time and uh create a festival where uh you know where we have uh you know uh, people that are in our localities come to these shows and the greatest thing that i've seen at a comedy show is watching indians pakistanis and sri lankans laughing at the same kinds of jokes and i was like man this is transformative this is transcending comedy itself because we didn't see a lot of that uh, growing up at least in india you know there's a lot of uh, animosity and i'm like we're kind of the same group of people at the end of it you know so it's all about contextualizing things and i would say that laughter really crosses boundaries and really makes people feel good about you know everything that they uh, stand for so especially when i moved here i had so when i i grew up in the middle east so i had a lot of pakistani indian and sri lankan friends growing up so i never really had this like barrier or you know it's like oh the, this guy's pakistani this guy's indian and 
we kind of uh, used to play cricket all the time together and we used to have our own in mini india pakistan matches so it used to be a lot of fun and then i uh, i saw that same moment in these comedy shows and i was like this is very powerful stuff and if we take this on the road we'll have so many uh, more people that will be interested in learning about our stories our journeys you know like we have these unique stories that you can't really tell on a traditional comedy stage in a comedy club because you know for multiple reasons one is just the time that you get on stage so you're better off curating your own show and uh, taking that on the road and then people come to see your show so uh, there's a lot of shared experiences that they bond with and uh, they they really enjoy those kinds of shows so i told samson hey let's start these shows we started in the bay area and we uh, started doing these theater shows in um, in these localities these suburban areas and people who come out to these shows they would really represent and and really had a good time and the crowds the best crowds for me are the theater crowds where they come in and they just have a good time with the shows and they're just there for the show and they have it is incredible like uh, it's definitely an experience if you haven't been to a desi fest show you must check it out please come to the biltmore cabaret on the 20th of feb it'll be an awesome experience and something that you wouldn't have uh, especially in vancouver this is the first time there so definitely come out and you know uh, we have a, lo- a lot of comedians that will be part of that show so it'll be fun and can you give us a teaser of who's going to be there can we get an idea yeah so it's going to be me and then samson kolatkar and then uh, three other comedians uh, we still have to finalize those lineups so but you know we'll be uh, releasing those names soon but it'll be a lot of fun with some local comics in vancouver and uh, you know we'll 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 get those things sorted out quickly but it's me and samson and that are uh, driving the show and you know you should come check it out you can follow us on instagram at desi comedy fest for more updates on our tour and um, you know uh, follow us on instagram as well my instagram is abhay oy a b h a y o y and samson's is mahatma moses so just check it out yeah give them a follow these guys are really funny i love their comedy this is an event that you definitely have to check out thank you so awesome. much for your time we really appreciate thank you so much. it you take care and we will see you at the festival take care cheers thank you so much thank and looking you. forward to seeing everyone goodbye